You want your five star matches? You want your thirty minute classics? Not me. Big meaty man slapping me. Ladies and gentlemen, this is another episode of the Slapping Meat Wrestling Podcast. Let's let's just dive on into this thing right here. Uh, we uh, we got a good episode for you. This question um, or this topic comes from the Discord. It's this entire episode is going to be spent discussing. This topic, because um, I think in, in order to properly talk about this issue properly, like, like to do it the correct way, I think we need to do an entire episode on this topic. And so we're going to do an entire episode on the idea of kayfabe. And so we're going to ask the question, does kayfabe still exist? If it does, should a, a wrestler, a performer stay in kayfabe outside of the wrestling arena? Um, and, and essentially, should they live their gimmick Every single day, even when they're not, you know, playing the gimmick. Um, and so this is a, it's a complex issue depending on how you view the business. Um, so the first thing that we need to do is understand what kayfabe is. Um, and so, um, the question is, is what is the definition of kayfabe? And then where did the term originate from? Right. Because it's not a word that you use in any other circumstance, right? The, no other form of entertainment uses the word kayfabe. Um, and so, in pro wrestling, the definition of kayfabe is the fact or convention of presenting stage performances as if they are genuine or authentic. The idea basically is that kayfabe is the portrayal of these staged events as if they are real or true, specifically in the portrayal of competition, rivalries, and relationships between the two participants as real and not 
staged. The Basically, kayfabe in its simplest form is you have bad guy versus good guy, and the two may be best of friends, but you will never know that they are best of friends, even to the point to where they won't travel together, they won't ride together, they won't eat together. If they're in a rivalry against each other, they never, ever display something that will show that that, that rivalry is, is staged or faked. Um, so, what is the origin of the term kayfabe? What, you know, where did the term come from, right? So, so it comes from, you know, um, the carny days. It's a slang term from the carny days of, of pro wrestling. And this is, this is why I believe it's important to, to understand the, the origins of the business pro wrestling started as a sideshow to carnivals. Um, it's thought that the term kayfabe originated as carny slang for protecting the secrets of the business um, and may ultimately originate from the pig Latin form of fake um, or the phrase to be fake. Uh, kayfabe may also derive from another trick used by carnival workers. Uh, with money tight, a carny would call home and ask for K. Fabian. This was code letting the people at home know that they had made it safely to the next town without paying for the cost of the phone call. Uh, the term K. Fabe has been adopted by those outside the industry. And is often misused um, with the popularization of first insider newsletters and later insider information available via the internet. In modern popular usage, kayfabe can refer rather broadly to uh, narrative conventions like not breaking character, which are common in theater. Originally, however, within the wrestling business, maintaining kayfabe referred rather narrowly to the socially enforced demand not to reveal the predetermined nature of the matches and, and the cooperative aspect of the performance. In practice, the imperative meant that wrestlers, promoters, their families, and others close to the business were socially forbidden from f from talking frankly about the nature of the work to the fans or the press in the original form of k of kayfabe the whole idea is you just can't expose the secrets of the business you can't tell the fans that it's fake that's what kayfabe is i think we we use kayfabe a little bit to um to strictly 
in terms of, you know, best, best right? even I even said, you know, best friends wouldn't communicate with each other. Um, that's more of how we see it in a modern view, but the original sort of origin of the word is, you know, you don't just talk about the nature of their work to the fans or the press. That often meant you didn't do interviews that expose the business. Kayfabe essentially is, you know, don't expose the business for what it is. So, so, um, I want to give some popular examples of kayfabe, and then I'll give my exam or my opinions on kayfabe and and the different questions that I asked at the beginning. So, um, some some examples of kayfabe uh, would be uh, romantic relationships, um, such as Edge and Lita, Triple H and McMahon, who ultimately ended up getting married. Um. as well as other families, uh, tag teams of wrestlers who may or may not look alike were often presented as wrestlers, though that though they are not actually related, examples being the, Holly, the Hollies, Hardcore Holly, Crash Holly, and Molly Holly, Edge and Christian, the Four Horsemen, uh, Arn, and and Arn and Ole Anderson were portrayed as brothers, and Ric Flair at one point was portrayed as their cousin. Uh, the Dudleys, the Brothers of Destruction, the Koloffs, uh, the Kayfabe Anderson and Graham families. If y'all don't look up the Anderson family, there's like a thousand members and none of them are actually related. Um, Hornswoggle was depicted as being Vince McMahon's illegitimate son. Uh, Paul... And Katie Lee Burchill, the Godwins, the Smoking Guns, uh, and then in Big Show was originally billed as being the son of Andre the Giant. Uh, the Von Erichs, despite being a real life family, had a number of peripheral uh, kayfabe uh, relationships or relatives, uh, most notably Waldo and his son Lance. Additionally, the Von Erich name itself was kayfabed as the real family name was Adkison. Uh, other examples would be, you know, wrestlers quitting or being fired from the company. Um, and uh, other real life issues, um, most popular being the Montreal Screwjob. Um... The agreed finish was to have Hart walk away with the title. Um, however, Hart had already signed a deal with WCW and was rumored to leave Survivor Series and go directly to Nitro. Uh, Vince McMahon, fearing that his championship would appear on Nitro, switched the uh, the finish without telling Hart. You know, th these are some examples that, you know, questioned kayfabe, you know, um, Another one is the Madison Square Garden incident where Shawn Michaels, Triple H, Diesel, or Kevin Nash, and Scott Hall broke kayfabe by embracing at the end of the match because Nash and Hall were leaving for WCW. Um, Triple H was punished for this and was regulated to working the lower card matches and lost to Jake 
Robert Jake the Snake Roberts in the King of the Ring tournament, where um, where he previously would have been booked to win. Coincidentally, that gave us Austin as the winner, and Austin three sixteen was born out of that. Um, there's so many different uh, examples of you know broken uh, k or things where kayfabe almost got broken in. In simplest forms, how I'm going to define kayfabe is to keep kayfabe is to maintain and protect the business. And so that means not letting on to the fact that it is a staged event and none of it is real outside of the actual moves. I, I don't say, I don't like saying the phrase none of it is real because the stunts and all of that are real stunts, people are actually taking the moves. Um, but the 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 punches, of a lot of the kicks, they're worked to where they don't. You, if you're good enough, you don't actually connect, and you can act like it's connecting. Um, but in the end, the result, and so any to keep kayfabe is to keep the illusion. That what you are watching during the show is real. So that's the most simplistic definition, and that's the definition I'm going to work with. Um, and so now that we uh, sort of discuss the origins of kayfabe, now we're going to go into the meat of the topic, which are two the, the two questions: Should wrestlers keep kayfabe today? And the ultimate question is, is kayfabe even alive today? Um, and so we'll, we'll answer that bigger question first, and then we'll, we'll, we'll uh, discuss um, the, 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 the harder question to me, which is, sh- should they keep kayfabe? So the first question that I want to discuss is, does kayfabe even exist? Is kayfabe alive? Um, and, and, and I don't think that it is, I don't think that in the, the current world that we live in, kayfabe cannot exist in the social media age because we have the ability to, uh, see essentially as things break, the, the invention of of Twitter and Facebook um, giving us the ability to, as something is happening in real time, to capture it and to share it with the world completely destroyed any essence in the pro wrestling business of kayfabe, right? You could say that it died, you know, with the advent of, of, of the internet and people in the dirt sheets, but I even think with the dirt sheets prior to social media, you could keep things secretive to a certain extent. Um, but with, you know, social media and, 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 and it's, it's rise to prominence. It is almost impossible not to break kayfabe. Um, And it's almost corny to not break kayfabe at this point. An example I want to use for that is MJF. MJF keeping kayfabe at the meet and greets and and all of this stuff. 
is like I, I'm not hating him for doing it, but he's the only one that does it, right? He's the only one who at the meeting greets stays in character every single time, right? I don't think that I, to my knowledge, I don't know of any other person who at meet and greets or in signings stays in character. I, I don't know anyone else but MJF. And because he's the only one to do it, it's almost corny that he does it. Um, and so I don't think kayfabe is alive for the mere fact that us fans have destroyed it. I don't think the business destroyed it. I think the fans destroyed kayfabe because what happens is, is you go to a restaurant and you see a wrestler and you take a picture with them and then you put post it on social media and even though he's a heel, he's acting like a good guy. So now the illusion that the dude is a jerk goes away or he's a good guy and he, you know, you catch him on video being a dickhead because you're you're crowding his space at the airport. And again, he has the right to be a dickhead, by the way. That's a that's a whole different topic by itself. But you have him, you know, being a dickhead and he's supposed to be this positive guy on TV. Now you just sort of ruined the illusion of of uh, that he's he's this cool, calm and collected guy or. You know, you walk around and you see Mark Calloway on, on a normal basis, right? And you see him in normal clothes and you don't see him as the undertaker. And you take a picture with him because you see him at, at a restaurant or something and you post it on the internet, right? Or Mark Calloway goes and does an interview as Mark Calloway and it destroys the illusion of who the undertaker is, right? And so I don't think in, our, in the social media age kayfabe cannot exist it cannot exist i also think at this point just kill it let's get rid of any hope of it coming back everybody knows that it's staged at this point except for the younger kids who at at some point would figure out that it's it's staged right i remember growing up literally believing that the undertaker's name was the undertaker and I think I was like 10 or 11 and I was reading a book about wrestling and it was talking, we got to like the part about the undertaker and it was describing who the undertaker is. And I remember the first page about him, right? It says the undertaker parentheses, real name, Mark Calloway. And I, I, I was confused. Because I literally grew up thinking that The Undertaker's name was The Undertaker. And so my mind, being the type of person that it is, went out and researched every wrestler's name and what their real name was. What is Triple H's real name? What is Randy Orton's real name? What is John Cena's real name? Because if one person has a fake name, to me, everybody has a fake name. And so I do all that research, and I realize... His name's not really The Undertaker. His name's really not Hunter Hearst Helmsley. In fact, I didn't even know what Triple H stood for while I was a kid. I literally just thought his name was Triple H. I didn't know that it even kayfabe stood for Hunter Hearst Helmsley. That's part of the part of it is because I didn't really pay attention, you know, 
when he was Hunter Hearst Helmley the and debuted as as that character um as the sort of rich guy from Connecticut before he became the cerebral assassin and just went by Triple H I didn't watch back then because I was literally like either either not born or like one two months old um and so it's 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 one of those things where I think it is almost impossible to keep kayfabe alive today because if I walk up to to MJF and I take a picture and he's smiling and he's not being a dickhead then someone's going to be like oh you caught him you caught him and in 4k here Right, and I'm gonna post it on the internet, and it's going to destroy the illusion that MJF is a dickhead, right? Or if I take a picture of uh, the Usos together with with Roman Reigns, and they're chilling and they're hanging out, and they're not really in this argument, and there's really not a family battle going on between the two sides of the family, right? Or if I take a, a you know, if I'm going out somewhere and Kenny Omega's hanging out with Don Callis, right? It 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 gets it gets rid of the illusion of of the story, right? Now, personally, I don't think kayfabe should exist. Professional wrestling is the only business where we expect the performers to stay in character. For their entire life. You would never walk up to Tom Holland and say, hey, you're Spider-Man and that's the, that, that's who you are. You're Spider-Man. Why are you hanging out with, I don't even know the dude's name who plays in, I don't know, I don't pay attention to Marvel, so I don't, uh, I don't know the guys, right? But, or you would never go up to uh, Adam Driver who played Kylo Ren and then, uh, what is her name who plays, uh, shit, <laughs> uh, let's, let's look up her name, because I, I just lost it, uh, what is her name who, Daisy Ridley, that's her name, you would never go up to, uh, Adam Driver, who plays Kylo Ren, and says, you're Kylo Ren. Why are you hanging out with with Ray, who is played by Daisy Ridley, right? Because they're enemies. They eventually can't come together. I'm not going to spoil that whole series if you haven't watched it, right? But you would never go up to two people who play enemies in a movie, and they're hanging out after filming, and you say, "Oh, you're enemies. You shouldn't be hanging together." Wrestling's the only industry where we expect them to stay in kayfabe for their the 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 existence of the rivalry. And I think it's crazy, right? They have lives outside of this. I don't think that someone should stay in kayfabe forever. And so the the next question is essentially just answered, should wrestlers be in kayfabe? No. Now the, the I'm assuming the, um, the sort of reason this question was asked was because a couple of days ago, Indy Hartwell posted a picture of her, uh, JC Jane, Mandy Rose, uh, Roxanne Perez, and Indy's girlfriend on a boat, right? And they're all hanging out. And one would say, why are these guys, why are these people hanging out? They're, they're sort of enemies with each other. Like, 
Indy just beat Roxanne for the championship and this, that, and whatever, right? And, and so why are they hanging out together? Um, and my, 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 my question that I have for people who expect them to stay in kayfabe is, are they not allowed to be friends? Are they not allowed to have lives outside of their job off the set? And, and I think it's just, I think it's just weird to expect them to stay in, in this kayfabe where, Hey, I'm your best friend, but guess what? We can never hang out ever again because you're, you're on screen portrayed as bitter enemies of me, of, of my character. I just think it's weird that we expect wrestlers to stay in character forever, right? If I walked up to MJF, I'm right. He's going to be a dickhead because that's what he does. And I really wish personally, I really wish he would stop because at this point it is corny. I just want a handshake and a picture, dude. I don't need you to fucking critique me. Right. I, I, at, at some point, it's not that I don't want him to be his character, but at some point, Hey, I'm paying you to take a picture with me. Not to, not, not to give me the guy, not to give me the gabagoo. Uh, right. I, I don't need the gift of gab from you. Um, I just want you to take a picture, take my money, sign this autograph and let me move on with my life. Right. But I'm also, I also personally, am not the type of person who wants to meet wrestlers. Um, I don't really want to meet celebrities in general um, because I feel if we give them this sort of satisfaction of these people want to meet me, then it, it it's almost like we're putting them on a pedestal that none of them deserve to be on. Roman Reigns is the best thing in the business, but guess what? He puts his pants on the same way all of us put our pants on. The technique may be a little different, but you get the point. He puts one leg in, then the other leg in, and his pants, his he puts pants on the same way we do, right? He's not better than anybody else just because he's, you know, Roman Reigns. And that's the point that I'm trying to make. So I just, I don't understand the sort of necessity, first off, to meet wrestlers. If you do... That's fine. I just don't have the desire to sit there and and meet anybody. I've I've met the only wrestler I really wanted to meet, which was Dolph Ziggler. And so I'm satisfied. Would I like to meet Roman Reigns? Yeah. It would be cool, but I'm not going to pay an arm and a leg to meet Roman Reigns. I'm just not. I'm sorry. I'm just not. Um, but I just... I don't, I, I personally don't expect them to, to sit there every single day of their life and be like, oh, how am I not going to break character today? Right? Because it, it would be, it would be very difficult to do that in some of these situations like Rhea Ripley or Charlotte Flair, where their, their husbands or boyfriends work in the rival company. And, and in kayfabe, you wouldn't hang out with people who worked in, or you wouldn't be seen with people from the other companies. You just wouldn't do it. Right? So, so that's why, like, Rhea Ripley is on stage at the, or on screen at the Hall of Fame, and she has to sit by Dominic and 
Buddy Murphy has to either leave the set for a minute while they film her, or they have to push him to the end of the row so that he's not seen on camera with 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 Rhea. Now, I, I, I agree with that, but at some point, can Rhea not have an outside lover? I just... I, I, it, the problem is, is you either got to go full in and commit, or you don't allow it. You either do kayfabe fully with every single person on the roster, or you don't do kayfabe with every single person on the roster. Because there's certain people who we try to do kayfabe for like Rhea Ripley and Dominic's story where Buddy Murphy couldn't be seen on the TV screen or with Charlotte where Andrade couldn't be seen. But then there's like whole situations where you, you show, you know, you show CM Punk on Roman Reigns's uh, thousand day ceremony. He's going up through the ranks of how many days and CM Punk is listed even though you've you will never show CM Punk doing anything else, and let's just be honest, that was a shot at AEW for saying, "Hey, you're right." They did it again with with Daniel Bryan. They showed Daniel Bryan taking the pin at WrestleMania, right? Within the Triple Threat, right? And the whole idea is, "Hey, these guys you're toting as your main guys in the company, yet yeah, our guy beat them." That's the whole idea, but it used to be where companies. If, if I'm WWE and I used to have CM Punk, but he leaves and he and he goes to AEW, I wouldn't show CM Punk on TV. One, because he doesn't work for me anymore. But two, I don't want to give press to the other company. But now they do it because they want to take shots at each other. Right? So... I guess in, in short, the answer to both questions is no. Kayfabe is not alive, and no, kayfabe should not be a thing. I think it's stupid. If you take wrestling so serious that you have to protect the business realness, that's insane. I, I don't see anyone who's ever worked for Star Wars trying to protect Star Wars. I don't, right? Wrestling is not real. I think that is part of the allure, at least to me, of why I watch wrestling is because I know it's fake. I know it's staged, but, and because I know that I can sit there and be like, guess what? This will never happen in real life, but for the sake of, of a good story or for the sake of just imagination, I'm going to believe it can happen in this universe. Right. And, 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 no one ever questions why Marvel does it, right? Or no one ever questions why any other movie universe, Fast and the Furious, Transformers, and all of that stuff. No one ever questions, you know, if they should stay in character forever, right? And so I'm not upset at the question. It's actually a really good question. Um, I, I think the answer is no. It doesn't exist, and it shouldn't exist. Um, I Like I said, I think it's nearly impossible to keep the business protected and you know kayfabe has caused a lot of people to do stupid shit right the reporters have been beaten over it for calling it fake and, and and i don't think it's worth it all that anymore everyone knows it's staged programming at this point so i think if if the business and the industry would just 
sort of lean into the idea that, hey, this is staged, but we're putting on a carnival show or we're putting on an entertainment show and we're going to tell you a story, right? That's why I get so upset when companies try to convince us that win-loss records mean something because they really don't mean that. I'm not saying that wins don't mean something because you do have to win to feel important. But AEW mainly has tried to convince its audience that because so-and-so goes 16-0 and over a span of so many months that he should be the number one contender even though there's no story leading him to being the number one contender. Um, and so win-loss records don't matter if there's no story behind why you're having these matches. And so if you're trying to portray wrestling as a real sport, first off, we're doing a bad job at it. But secondly, there's no reason to do that because any, any rational human being who wants to watch two men beat the hell out of each other would not turn on AEW and would not turn on WWE. We will turn on MMA, whether it's Bellator or UFC, or we'll turn on boxing or we'll turn on slap fighting or, or something where that is actual fighting, right? And so I think we should lean into the fact that it's staged and put on good, entertaining stories that are intriguing. And, 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 and instead of worrying about whether the product is realistic, however, in that same fashion, you do have to keep some sense of realism, right? Like, Zelina Vega isn't beating Roman Reigns. I'm sorry. Now, I think uh, Rhea Ripley, you know, if she's built to be this, you know, this beast of a woman, I don't think she beats Roman Reigns in the in the way that Roman Reigns has been built up. But let's say Solo Sokoa. I think Rhea and Solo could put on a good match together. I mean, that's a whole different topic as well Do about intergender wrestling. Um, I don't have a problem with it in theory. You train with women, train with men all the time. I think my problem is if it's presented the wrong way, it could look like they're advocating abuse. Um, and so I think you got to be really smart in how you advocate men and women competing against each other. Um, I don't think any major companies will actually allow it to happen. Uh, I know Impact did a, but I said major companies, but I don't have a problem with it. Um, I just, I don't think that the mainstream crowd will, will, will agree with it um, in, in any way, shape or form. And if you do it, then you have to put someone like Rhea versus Solo. You can't have Zelina Vega go in and face any of these men and, and anyone to expect Zelina Vega to beat any of them. Um. So, yeah, kayfabe needs to die away. I think we need to get rid of the term. We got to stop using it. It's dead. Let's bury it, and uh, and we'll move on from here. Um, so let me know what you guys think. You could follow me on uh, Twitter and on 
TikTok at Wee2Deep413. Join the conversation in the Discord page. Go to the Casual Community YouTube page. Subscribe there. Click on any of the videos that have been recently po uh, posted. There's a link in the description that says, like, join the Discord community. Click the link. Join the Discord. Join the conversation. Let me know what you think. Suggest conversation points. Su suggest topics that you want me to talk about in the wrestling world. Um, and uh, we'll... Uh, have fun doing that. Uh, just some housekeeping to end this show. Um, on Thursday nights at 9 p.m., I host another podcast called the Calling Audibles podcast with 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 a bunch of friends, um, and we talk uh, college and professional football. Um, and then a big announcement here is going to be... Um, Starting on one day next week. I haven't officially decided what day next week. I'm thinking Monday. I'm thinking Monday is going to be the day I do this show, uh, this this new show. I'm going to release the We Too Deep podcast. And the We Too Deep podcast, well, first off, it's going to be... Um, Oh, excuse me. It's going to be uh, YouTube only for now. Um, with the potential to grow, it's it. My plan is the first episode will be YouTube only for now, and then starting with episode two, it will be available same day. On YouTube and on the the, the uh, platforms, um, I'm, I will get episode one uploaded to the audio platforms as soon as possible. Um, with dis distributing um, podcasts, if you've never podcasted before, if you you know there's there's a few host sites that you can use. Um, so this podcast, Slap and Meat Wrestling Podcast, I use RSS.com. Um, but you have to pay for it and to pay for more than to pay to have more than one show, you have to pay like $200 a year and it has to be like a yearly price and I, I'm not made of money. So I'm just not going to do that. Um, and so I got to use a separate host site for this new show. And because of that, I have to set up the RSS feed. Um, but I can't do that until I post an episode. Um, so Monday, the goal is to have it up on YouTube and then it will definitely be up on Spotify, um, that day in audio format, but on Apple and everything else, it will take a few days to get it up there. Um, and then episode two should be same day for all platforms. So that's the plan. Um, the We Too Deep podcast is going to be more pop culture, entertainment, music, movies, television shows, you know, food that I'm in, you know, that I enjoy, you know, conversation on pop culture, like what's the best soda, uh, you know, stupid stuff like that, just to get a, a different side of, you know, like my personality. Um, because I feel like with this show, I, I mainly talk wrestling 
right? And so you're only getting my point of view on wrestling, and you're not really getting my point of view on anything else. And so with the We Too Deep podcast, you're going to get the everything else, right? Um, there's going to be a few exceptions. Like, I'm not going to talk politics. I may get a little political in terms of, like, I might I might say something in an opinion about, you know, something that may come off political, but I'm not going to purposely talk about political news or like religion or any of that stuff. Any of the no-nos that you're not supposed to talk about because it makes conversation weird, yeah, we're not going to talk about it, right? We're just going to talk, you know, you know, what's my favorite food, What you know, stuff like that. Just this, this random topics to get, you know, my perspective on other um, topics outside of the wrestling world. So that will start on Monday... Um, and I'm looking forward to that. I really am. And, and then the last thing is I, I run a WWE 2K, my universe promotion online called Queen City Pro Wrestling. You can find that on YouTube right now. Queen City Pro Wrestling. Um, I think the, the web address is HTTPS, you know, dot slash slash. You have to put that in uh, youtube.com forward slash at the at symbol QCPW. Again, that's youtube.com forward slash QCPW uh, or forward slash at QCPW. Um, so go uh, join us there. Go click uh, the links in my bio on 10. Uh, not on Tinder. I'm not on Tinder because, you know, Tinder's for the hoes. Go, uh, <laughs> go, uh, click my bio on Twitter. That's what I was trying to say on Twitter and on TikTok. And, uh, there's a, a merch link if you want to buy some merch there. If not, go check out all the, uh, all the links to everything that I do is in my link tree in my bio on Twitter and on TikTok. Um, so, Go click all those links there. Again, that's We Too Deep 413. We Too Deep 413. W-E-T-O-O-D-E-E-P 413. Thank you all for listening. I really do appreciate every single person who who gives this show a listen. Share it with your friends. Um, and uh, we will see you on the next episode. Uh, what is it? This is episode like 78. So we're approaching like 80 episodes in. We're, we're 31 days away, I believe, from one year of this show. We're going to have a big one-year celebration. Um, that one-year celebration, Mark, will be the uh, review show of Money in the Bank. Um, and so I can't wait for that in about a month. So... Uh, Again, thank you all for listening. Uh, and if, if anyone who has listened over the past year and has continued to support, I do appreciate it. Share it out. Um, do do what you guys do, and and share it. And I look forward to seeing um, y'all's y'all's comments on this. And uh, just keep keep the content ideas going because y- y'all really help me out here. Because I, I sometimes just lose motivation to come up with ideas. Uh, it's, it's, it's difficult, uh, at times to just not getting to the, 
we're going to review Monday Night Raw and review SmackDown, and there's your two episodes. I don't want it to become that. And there's not a lot of big news to talk about. So with that, I'm not going to hold you on any longer. Thank you all for listening to the Slap and Meat Wrestling Podcast. Tune in on Monday. Um, you could find uh, the We Too Deep podcast. Uh, if you're in the Discord, I'm going to post the link in the Discord. But I want to say it's youtube.com forward slash at we Too deep 413 I believe that's what I made it. I don't remember offhand right now. Um, but just look up we Too deep podcast and it should be up there. Sometime Wednesday, probably when, uh, excuse me, sometime Monday, probably Monday morning. I'll probably record it beforehand like I always do for my shows and then just have it ready to post. Um, but yeah, so we'll, uh, thank y'all again for listening and I will see you on the next episode of the Slapping Meat Wrestling Podcast.